Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. God bless you this great day, this wonderful day to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And you know, I missed uh, the Fourth of July message, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about that today. I know it's a few weeks later. I've been out of town on a tremendous cruise, which you're going to be hearing about with a couple interviews I have with some people that while while I was on the cruise uh, with Convoy of Hope Mission, I met some incredible people. Let me tell you something. You're going to hear a lot about Convoy of Missions from me because it's a mission that is humanitarian Christian mission that is changing lives all over the world. They feed 187,000 children a day, and they teach uh, agriculture. They teach uh, the people how to plant and, and how to harvest, and they empower women. They have conferences to empower women, and then they're incredible with disaster relief. If there is a disaster, even in America, they send a team immediately to start feeding and start ministering to people. And I'm telling you what, I was so impressed to be around 200 of these leaders uh, during this uh, time out. And I'm thankful for that opportunity, and I'll, I'll be sharing more about that in the future. But I do have an interview with a man that I met in, um, on, on the boat and uh, part of this, part of this uh, mission. And he is from Myrtle Point, South Carolina, and just a really fun two-day interview, which will be following this show sometime in the, in the near future. But anyway, in the next spring, you'll be hearing more about this as I'm going to really be pushing some things. But more than that, the, the important thing is that we serve God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. And we are about his business. I'm more convinced than ever that we must be about the business of our Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, serve him. Walk with him. Love him. Do your part in making a difference in this world that so desperately needs people to stand up for truth. Our Heavenly Father, lead us this day. Thank you for the opportunity to share to these dear people. Lord, bless their lives and watch over them. Give them strength and give them power from on high. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know what? We have been recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven, Abraham Lincoln said. Have you ever thought of Abraham Lincoln's words? God has blessed America. Over the many years, we have seen the power of God manifest itself. I look back at the many spiritual explosions that have taken place and how after each one, a nation was moved. They were moving forward and God was blessing them. But kind of like the Old Testament, they would share and the experience of God would grow. Then after years, it would be forgotten people of God, we must never forget that we are a blessed nation and Almighty God is there to lead us. Abraham Lincoln said this, intoxicated with unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace, too proud to pray to the God who has made us. Folks, this is what has happened to America over and over again. We are blessed and we start moving on our own, and we leave Almighty God behind. People, we, we must keep our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit in the forefront of our lives. I mean first place in our lives. Not just a thought, not just a Sunday morning idea, but every day. 
Thomas Jefferson was certainly concerned about the downfall of America in the mid to late 1700s and early 1800s. He said, Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just and that his justice cannot sleep forever. Folks, nothing is too hard for God. There is no disease he cannot heal. There is no condition he cannot change. There is no marriage he can't bring together. God wants to come and he wants to bless our land today. God wants to heal our land. For thousands of years, in fact, for 4,000 years, when Israel was an infant nation, God knew they would eventually sin and experience his consequential judgment. Thinking of this and thinking that the time when Israel would be at the end of their resources in a hopeless condition, God made a wonderful promise, a promise that many of you know, a promise that many of you have memorized because it is one of the greatest Old Testament scriptures, even though they're all great. Second Chronicles 7.14, as soon as I say that, you know what I'm saying, many of you do. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. What a great promise. Let us look at that passage for a moment. The first thing we must do is humble ourselves before God. Recognize that God Almighty created us, and he created us in his image, and that he has a plan for our lives. And without him, nothing would work out. Without him, we would be going the wrong direction. You know, we need to honor him first and foremost. When you look in the mirror in the morning, get up and say, I was created in the image of Almighty God. Almighty God created me. He knew that he had a plan for me. He knew my plans. He knew his plan, excuse me, for me. And his plans are greater than any plan that I could have. If they would just honor me first, if they would continue to honor me, they wouldn't get excited about me and turn and turn to their wicked ways. But if we would turn from our wicked ways and we'd stop sinning, he will forgive their sin and heal their land. Folks, that is true for us today. You know, we must never forget ever, that we are one nation under God. If we would do that, he would heal our land, and he would watch over us, and he would help us in all our circumstances. But that is a pretty big if. If is a big word. If they would honor him first and foremost. If my people would humble themselves. If we hear if all through, I'm going to talk about if a little more. We have too many fighting against the very principles of God. The way of the world overcomes us, and we give in to the grave sins that cause the downfall of a nation. We stamp our approval on domestic issues that go against the very grain of the Word of God. We must seek His face and pray. There's nothing that is so frustrating than for claiming Christians to stand against the things that God ordains in the Word of God stands against His truth, and we try to justify the sin of our nation, it is a terrible, terrible thing. The enemy is working overtime to get us to give in to the world standards and somehow label it Christian. You know, um, every May we have a national day of prayer at the various state capital steps, and we have it. 
and it's great to go to. It's a little hot, at least it has been the last few years. It's from 12 to 1 o'clock. And I can tell you this, this last year there was about 250 people, I think I counted there, about 250 people. We had about five from our church, and four of us were staff. I wish we would have had the whole church there. And I, In my sermon to my church, to this message I shared to my church, I told them, I want you to set aside an hour of lunch next year, next May, and gather together and pray for our state and for our nation. Our church alone could send a spiritual wave through our community. Your church alone could send a spiritual wave in community. 250 people represented Boise at this. I'm giving you in a year advance, people, radio listeners. I'm going to be in the forefront of prayer, and I want to be in the forefront of prayer for our state and for our nation. Do you think God would honor that? Of course he would. Can we just set aside next year, next May, a 12 to 1? Hey, you know, and maybe we'll have a big pizza gathering somewhere afterwards. Man, you know, I'd even provide that. If people just say, let's let's get together, let's pray. Man, they could have 2,000. They had the rainbow rally going on at the same time. And the same day that night, they had over 2,000 at it. But we could only get 250 to come out and pray. I know it's not about the numbers. But I'm telling you one thing. We as a nation, we have got to be praying. We have got to be praying. I'm so thankful that I'm able to pray every day for the House of Representatives. I'm so thankful God has given me that forum, and Monty Ralston has been praying for the Senate this last year. I'm so thankful that we have that opportunity to pray every day. But we need our nation, we need our city to come together. You know, in 1912, the great Titanic set sail for the first time. And hit an iceberg, and they sent out an emergency call, and less than 20 miles away was a great ship, the Californian, and it was sailing in very close proximity. The rescue operator had fallen asleep, and he did not hear the distress calls from the Titanic because he was asleep. They could have been there. They could have saved the lives. But folks, like the Titanic, our great ship called America has gone adrift. And it's headed toward a fatal, fatal collision. And folks, we need to stand up for America. Many feel America is too strong to stay adrift. Oh, we're wrong. We're wrong. We need to be stronger. We need to be honoring God in a greater way. We need to stop justifying sin. Stop justifying social issues that are non-biblical. Let us not be like the Titanic and go adrift and sink because we did not humble ourselves and pray. We get mad at leaders when they start standing up uh, for things that they don't want to change, even though they're against the Word of God, even though they stand totally in the wrong direction. You know, I'm so glad for people in our state, in our nation, they, they stand up for what is true. I'm so glad for the Brandy Swindolls of, uh, that, that stand up you know, and say, hey, let's not have our kids aborted. Let's raise our kids. You know, let us, let's not do those things that are against the word of God. Let's do the things that are powerful and strong and honor God and take care of us. I love Stanton House because of what they do and what they believe in. We need to stand up on the principles of God, not on the principles of the world. And yes, people will talk you into. Oh, yes, they will try to sway you. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of principles like that. There's principles in drunkenness. People try to justify being drunk. 
I'm telling you, we, we have all sorts of them. might go on and on about all the things that are going on in the world. But let's stand up and be people of prayer. I'm going to continue this message tomorrow. I hope you'll tune in. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.